Welcome to day five on the TCR number seven. We have left our hotel um, and we are cracking on with another day of uh, very, very similar riding to yesterday. Um, it's going to be pretty flat. Um, we've just come up over probably, I think, the only major-ish hill that we're going to be doing within the next four days and that was only a couple of hundred meters and uh, we're over that one without too much hassle we're um we're in the the phase of the day now we're about one hour into our ride um it's the phase that uh kind of seems to become a pattern where you know our bodies are just sort of warming up to the task of riding all day and um, you're just going sort of noticeably a few kilometers an hour slower legs feel a bit stiff and uh, bum feels quite sore um, uh, we were hoping that uh, all the, well we were kind of expecting for the, the roads to be completely free of lorries and dogs today because they're all up at 11 o'clock trying to kill us, um, but uh, there seems to be just as many lorries on the road going just as fast and uh, just as many dogs as well. But the big difference is that in the daytime the dogs just aren't bothered at all and just ride past them and uh, you know just give you a little wink and uh, you carry on on your way but uh, yeah at night they completely flip turn into these manic beasts um, so at least that's one less thing to worry about sometimes you get the odd maniac one that will chase you in the day um, the weather's also following the same pattern as it has for the past couple of days where in the morning it's really nice and cool it's been lovely so far for the first hour or so and that makes a huge difference as well it's just so much easier so um, you can see some little bits of blue sky threatening to to kind of break through and burn off this haze but it's quite welcome at the moment I'm uh, quite happy that it's there um, Adrian's about oh, half a kilometer up the road he seems to be dealing with this morning much better than me um, and he's been amazing uh, well yesterday he was absolutely awesome I struggled a lot yesterday and um, he really stepped up and uh, I think our our form sort of crossed over on the graph and um, it's uh, it's such good news weirdly for me because um, the first couple of days I was a little bit worried because uh, he really struggled so much in the heat and we were hoping that it was a case of like acclimatizing and you know on these things because they're so long you almost you're doing training every day so 
we've now done four days of quite intensive bike training so we are getting stronger as we're going through it and we're acclimatizing to the heat so um, and just our bodies are getting used to to what they're being asked to do well Adrian's is I think mine's kind of rebelling uh, so yeah even though I'm uh, I'm struggling quite a bit I'm in quite a bit of pain uh, overall for the team um, it's looking good uh, Adrian's looking really strong if he carries on like this uh, he might just drop me and carry on himself and finish uh, a few days ahead of me nah it's not going to happen I won't let him do that uh, yeah so we've broken the day down again into chunks um, so that we're really just looking at the distance because it's quite predictable how far we're going to go when it's this flat. Um. Hi, I'm Nikita and I'm from Belarus. Uh, I have a cap, cap number 183 and uh, now uh, it's uh, middle day, uh, middle five day, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm totally uh, uh, empty, I, I can't ride uh, in this hottest time, uh, I make, I don't know, I rode only 1000 kilometers and uh, it's it's uh, so a little, uh, I don't know, uh, almost uh, all going uh, not at my plan and uh, and uh, I, I only can say uh, if you have some plans to ultra distance, uh, you need to uh, rip a little bit. Cut them in half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, you never go as far as you think. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you plan to ride uh, every day 400, yeah. you just uh, need to know you can, can't you can't do that. <laughs> There's no, not yeah. enough time. Yeah. Yeah. Because the heat, right? Yeah, it's it makes a big difference. Yeah. I can ride fast only at the evening, only, and I need uh, sleep uh, more more than I think uh, a lot of riders. Uh, every day I try to sleep uh, six or seven hours, and uh, literally after uh, only after that uh, start riding, and uh, I think it's uh, my problem. That's the reason why I'm so slow. <laughs> yeah. My colleague, can I swap? <laughs> oh, thank you. Bye -bye. You are my friend. Thank you very much. <laughs> 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 Boy. It's, uh, you, so you know the Transcontinental then? No, I, I drive uh, four years. Uh, I drive only uh, Paris versus Paris. Uh, oh, you did Paris, yeah. Press Paris? Uh, this year, no. Uh -huh. no, no I, money. Have, I have no money. Yeah. Uh, oh. A little child and some. We go to uh, to vacation on sea and don't. Yeah. Don't, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have, have no money. Yeah. But I like bikes. Yeah, you, I can yeah. tell. Yeah. It's a nice bike. Fun. Like uh, aluminium yeah. or uh, chromolibdenum? Uh, titanium. 
Titanium. Yeah. Metal. Genesis. Steel. 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 Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Aluminium. Yeah, nice. I don't have for carbon and uh, I have 100 kilos. <laughs> yeah. It's too weight for this bike. <laughs> and uh, this is a nice bike. Apidura. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good choice. Yeah. And uh, I, uh, in Vrnjačka uh, Banja was uh, uh, control point, two control point in Vranjska Banja, Vranjska Banja, and third control in Italy, Passo, yeah. Passo, 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 never mind. What's it called? Garde, Gardena? Tako je, Passo Gardena, Passo Gardena, Passo Gardena, Passo Gardena. And I, you must, you are, yeah. your skin is very white. Yeah, exactly. You're struggling, aren't you? Yes. And uh, you... Yeah. Same color. Tan line, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, have a nice trip. Hey, thank I you. I must go to home. Thank you. Only, only to... Oh. <laughs> and what's your name? Darko. Darko? Darko. Oh, cool name. <laughs> oh, cool name. It's oh, typical uh, Serbish typical name. Serbian name, yeah. Yes. Darko, I'm Tom. You are Tom? Tom, and this is Adrian. Are you? Uh, do you have a, Do you have a, uh, on a, on a, uh, uh, Garmin Connect name no, or or no. Strava? Strava, yes. Um, what Strava? Uh, can't remember. I think I'm. I think it's just my name. Ma, I see on a, on a segment today you uh, you drive this ah, segment that's true. and yeah, 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 yeah. Tom and Adrian. Adrian? Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go to. Um, oh, probably Zoomy BMC. Go to. Uh, BMC does not exist. No, T uh, team, no. CCC uh, in this year. What's this one? Holzer. Holzer Campagnolo. I don't like Campagnolo, only oh. Shimano. It's, uh, Campagnolo is expensive. Uh, the Campagnolo shirt is cheaper. But no. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Go to this. This is me. Yes. Uh, on You have Instagram? No. No. I don't. Okay. Well. But no, uh, uh, today you drive in this uh, segment. Yeah. I see on Strava uh -huh. who ride in this uh, yes. today and yeah, yeah, yeah. I show you <laughs> and I found you! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's how we're going to do it. Uh, uh, good wheels. Yeah. I don't That's like fun. this. I don't like this. Uh, disc. Disc brakes? No. I don't, I don't like American, American shit SRAM. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> and I don't like SPD. Ah. Only SPDSL yeah. or look. Uh -huh. Here's a look. Look ah, Kio. Look. Look. Yes, look. <laughs> and enjoy. Hey. Thank you, man. And uh, have a nice trip. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> See you. <laughs> See you on Strava. Thank you for the Snickers. Ow. Ow. <laughs> well, that was good. I recorded all of that. <laughs> <coughs> that was um we just came out of this little bakery slash supermarket where we've been having our lunch stop and um a dot watcher came to say hello i'm just getting in the shade um so that was cool very enthusiastic chap wasn't he 
really enthusiastic. Very enthusiastic. He um, gave us a handshake about five times each. I think I might have damaged my hand now. I don't think I've got any of my carpals left. They're <laughs> yeah. all broken. <laughs> Brilliant. What happened? Oh, his light fell off. I thought so. Just lost Adrian there for a while. I looked back and he was gone. Uh, so I stopped and um, I was trying to work out what would have happened. I thought probably puncture would be the most likely. But then I thought his light was kind of wobbling around. He's kind of boxed it on with some electrical tape on the front. So it never looked that uh, sturdy. It's obviously come off. That's alright. It was like a two minute delay. Not a problem. Oh. Well, we're getting close to the Croatian border now. We've just found. Um, a petrol station that literally looks like a kind of holiday resort villa complex. It's the most incredible petrol station we've found yet. And I mean, considering what do you think petrol stations are like the absolute height of luxury and um, hospitality. Uh, this is like, take it to the next level. It's incredible. It's like a beautiful little terracotta clad building and you actually there's like an entrance way with a little sign with an illuminated arrow to go into it and there's a, a walled garden here plenty of room out grass outside to bivy we're not thinking along those terms of course it's uh, only six o'clock in the evening here it's starting to get a bit cooler now which is very welcome indeed it got probably up to about 40 degrees today i think it was absolutely roasting um but uh we've just stuck our heads under a tap to cool down and then we're going to push on the final sort of 15k to the border okay we're over the border into croatia always a very exciting time on a tcr crossing borders um especially this year when we're going east to west because you know everything's getting sort of incrementally a bit easier um, and a bit less weird and a bit less stressful um, admittedly probably a bit more expensive but it just it kind of feels psychologically like it's getting easier as you go into western europe um, so things to look forward to in croatia the possibility of having internet uh, data on the phone again because through Serbia um, it was like too expensive so not part of the EU um, so that will make life a lot easier um, and uh, what else new petrol station options and layouts so they might have for example sandwiches in the petrol stations here um, there might be different types of ice creams um, they might have uh, more sugar-free coke which was not really very popular at all in uh, Bulgaria or Serbia uh, 
you know, lots of exciting things for uh, for a couple of young uh, cycling tourists to uh, to enjoy. Uh, the dogs might be friendlier. There might not be any dogs. Um, the roads are better so far. It might oh, probably won't be cooler. Anyway, if those things listed above are uh, are an upgrade on uh, Serbia, then I'll be happy. Right, Adrian is he's powered up behind me here, and uh, he's checked the route to get his head around what we're up to now, and uh, looks like he's he's off into the sunset. It's um, half seven sun's going down or it's you know long shadows beautiful golden hour i'm just going past some vineyards on one side some crops on the other side looks a bit more rolling than uh, on the other side of the border where it was dead flat so it might uh, be a bit more interesting uh maybe a bit more scenic um we're gonna try and do about 95 kilometers now to get up to 300k for the day we've left it a bit late um, it's not ideal we started a bit too late really but we did get a good sleep last night so just got to balance these things out um, i think our plan will be to stop in about an hour check um check hotels see if there's a good town to stop at and if they have any hotel rooms available and then book one and then that gives us our target to get to for the night so the interesting thing about uh, where we are now on the on our course is that um, we went off on our own trajectory where most people went north through Belgrade we went on this kind of southern route uh, that not that many people took so we haven't seen many people for um, for the past sort of day and a half now um, or best part of two days um, and we got to a point just before the um, the dot watcher came out uh, where our route converged with the with everyone else's route and it was fascinating for us because it meant that we could see if our route had been faster or slower and uh, the first person that we saw coming past that had done the other route was this girl Ingrid who we were at checkpoint 2 with so I think they're exactly the same speed in the end um, but it's cool because it means that uh, the little group of characters that we'd spent uh, the first few days with we should become repatriated with them uh, over the next couple of over the next day I suppose next couple of days um, which will be quite fun we're uh, missing Doug he uh, very much looking forward to seeing him most of our uh, chat on the bike to pass the time has been 
Doug related, so it's going to be uh, going to be good to see him. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's that's the race race news covered. Um, still have no idea what place we're in, um, but in terms of other people and where we are, um, that's that's been the that's been the cool little kind of sideshow. And I know Adrian has been really worried about that route that he picked because it, it, it was suddenly a bit of a risk to do it when we realised that everyone else was going the other way. And it's only natural to start doubting your decision at that point. Because, um, you know, you've always got the opportunity to change your route halfway through. So we could have gone the way that everyone else went. But, and we thought about it, but we decided it would be better to press on with the one that uh, Adrian had devised in the first place. Uh, and, you know, he'd, he'd made it on the basis that it was shorter and had less climbing. It looked like the better option, but there's no way to really know that until you get in the race. And there's no way to know where anyone is going to go until you're in the race doing it um, so uh, that's always really interesting when you get to sections where there are multiple routes that people could choose um, so anyway he was quite stressed and every time we had like a bad road surface or the road was really busy or there were loads of dogs I mean it actually looked like the worst possible route you could take because it seemed hillier, doggier, and the road surfaces were poorer. So I think he was regretting it and getting worried. So seeing someone that we knew had gone the other way come pop out like at the same time as us, where the routes converged, I think has made him feel a much uh, much better about choosing that route and I think I mean it was more interesting to do it and I think you've got to have faith in uh, in the decision that you made before the race so I'm proud that we did that and we didn't um, succumb to peer pressure uh, the other thing is that it's probably a bit underrated and probably applies more to us because we're not so worried about pure speed in terms of trying to win is that uh, psychologically if you're on a route that might be faster but is really boring and dull and you just don't want to be on it you don't want to be there then even if it's faster it's, it's probably not going to be as good as a route that's slightly slower maybe slightly harder, slightly more uncomfortable, but is mentally stimulating. And um, I think ours is probably a bit more interesting. I think it went through some more interesting places, it went through a lot more little rural villages and uh, a lot more interesting countryside and over a small mountain pass, which was really cool so I think um, 
you can't underestimate that and I think it was the right decision although it would have been nice to go to Belgrade but I can always come back to that one day so we're uh, a couple of hours away from the Croatian border now and um, we just went past the um, money exchange office so Adrian's just popped in there to exchange our uh, Serbian money we accidentally got out way too much because we had no idea what the exchange rate was so we've got about 60 quids worth of uh, Serbian currency left which um, hopefully we'll be able to exchange for some Croatian dollar some kuna I think they're called aren't they or are they euro um, the only currency on offer was euro oh it's all right okay yeah. well we would have... I understood that exchange but yeah 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 that's great so we've got a little kitty for when we uh, get to Slovenia yeah what why is it why are you pointing at that you're recording why would you say that because you're always recording <laughs> 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 How do you know that? Let's just find it. The audience likes it, the um, soothing sounds of your uh, heavy breathing when you're, when you're asleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the end of day five. We've made it to our guest house in Valpovo and um, we spent the last three hours cycling from Vukovar, where we stopped and booked this place up. Um, having a nice little ice cream and a espresso. Um, again, trying to get that balance of um, doing the race, but also soaking up some nice um, cultural experiences, make it feel as much like a holiday as possible. We've slipped up pretty badly, though, because um, we forgot or didn't really have the presence of mind to get any food. Um, so we've turned up here at about midnight and um, obviously everything's shut. Uh, so we've had like four bananas and a pack of chocolate for our tea. Um, and uh, we're both just going through our routines of showers, washing our shorts, um, tending to various injuries um, and kind of also just enjoying a few minutes of looking at the tracker, seeing where everyone is, seeing where our pals are and um, checking up on the TCR Instagram and stuff like that. Um, staying in a kind of little guest house. The town seems to be full of them actually. Um, and a nice little old lady which we who who we kinda had to wake up, um which uh felt a bit bad about but I think she knew we were coming. Got a cute little twin room with a little kitchenette next to it, which is kinda cruel because we just want it to be full of food, but um I think we're gonna have to make do with what we've got and then get out in the morning and try and um scavenge some some stuff. Um, it's a big day, 300k in the end, more or less. I think maybe a bit less, 290, same as yesterday. Um, but that it, it kind of went completely to plan, really. We were on target, more or less, all day. Got maybe slipped an hour behind 
some bike repairs, but then we made that hour back up by basically not um, not stopping as much during the afternoon. We were pretty disciplined, and then when the the sun went down, uh, Adrian comes into his own, and he kind of led out uh, effectively like a three-hour lead out for me, just dragged me all the way here because I was really flagging and struggling by that point. Um, funnily enough, not, not tiredness, which normally kicks in, but um, just pain, deterioration of my body. So um, anyway, made it here. Adrian just got out of the uh, shower, so he'll be off to bed pretty soon. It looks like he's uh, lost about five kilos. And uh, I don't know, that's like one of those weird things where it seems like an insult, doesn't it? <laughs> Looks emaciated. Um, oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. That's what a diet of uh, one banana a day will do to you. Um, right, I'm going to go to bed.